Man, welcome to the Varsity Radio Show. We are ecstatic to be here in the studio with our good friends Marco's Pizza. Yeah, Marco's. And my good friends, let me introduce them to you. Sitting beside me, the the uh, bearded, bald-headed wonder from down under, the, Jameson Fowler. That's me. That's my name. Don't wear it out. There you go. The red-headed, sassy wiggle unicorn, because of his uniqueness and awesomeness, our media man, Brad Hudson. Hello. How are you? Wow. <laughs> Wow. All right. So sure. And then the man who most often pushes the buttons and they don't push him, but he controls everything in the studio. He makes the video, the sounds, the lighting. We have no lighting. He mixes it with uh, love and makes the world taste good. Yes. That's right. Forget the candy, man. That's just me. like Just like Char- uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Wonka. Mr. Wonka's got nothing Our on me. Our own Willy yeah. Wonka. Yes, sir. Steven Spiegel. Howdy. How y'all doing today? Man, have we got a show for you. Yes, we are we going to have... Arab knots in the studio. Me and Brad are very excited about that. <laughs> Go big blue. a lot like Talladega Go nights. big blue. Talladega. Yep. Hey, only the Albertville and Gunnersville and everybody else say that about us. But hey, me and Brad represent. So, we are going to have the one, the only, Miss Puccio and three of her amazing cheerleaders here in the studio. It's going to be great. So... Also, FCA's coming up, but first and foremost, we're going to talk about two things. First, we want to talk about Meme of the Week. Meme of the Week. of the Week. And I saw this, guys. It made me laugh so hard. And it's a questionnaire if you visited. You know how you visit a business or you visit a church or something. They ask the question, how did you find out about us? And and it is how did how did you hear about the YMCA and somebody marked other with an X the village people? They're, right. they're not wrong. There's they're like, not wrong. There's like television, radio, ad and paper, postcard, return member, email, online, That's drove right. by, whatever. Billboard? And then it's like X written in pen, village people. That's right. Why? That's you know honestly, that's how I found out about it. That's how it went down for me. Uh, and then this one. Do you know what YMCA stands for? Young Men's Christian Association. Hey, give yeah. that man. I, I found out about the song first, you know, at any, like, sporting event or whatever. They're going to play it, and you're going to do your arm things. Yeah. And then I found out it was a real place. Done, done. And my life changed. Me too. Same like, thing, Brad. I promise. It's a young man. Just there like is that. a place you can go. <laughs> Just like that. Uh, and then this one, and I thought it was so appropriate for the way the weather's been here in Alabama. And it says this, it's like winter is really mad and keeps storming out of the room and coming back in yelling, oh, and another thing. Isn't that true? You know what? Snow. And then like, it, it like fizzles no, out. It's like I'm right. fine. That leaves the room. It's like, oh, you know what? There's going to be frost on your windshield. That's right. So, and it happened this morning. Yeah. Thank you for that. I couldn't get my, my car door open this morning. It took a while. Hey, my I had to use frozen too. I had to use two hands on my too. car this morning. Yeah, <laughs> me too. Like prying the door open. Yeah. So true. You gotta so be true. careful doing that though, because that's a good way to break a door handle. Uh yeah, it is. You know, and I wanna talk about this. We got a little time before FCA calls in. Uh yeah, we got a we got a good ten minutes. I wanna talk about this. How many of you watched the Heisman trophy award ceremony this uh, week? I watched I watched it. it. Didn't like it, no. but I watched it. Brad did because he commented immediately after. 
Jameson. I was too disgusted to say anything. Um, let, let me say something. Look, I mean, no disrespect to Kyler Murray. I mean, like, the man had a fantastic season. He was definitely worthy of the award. But uh, we just we just believe here at the varsity that uh, the Heisman Trust got it wrong. Yep. You know, and it's and I'll say this: it's not just because we're Alabama fans. We're Alabama fans. <laughs> it's just not. Although, I mean, if you know, anyway, just leaving that alone. Let me just say this: it is because we are not Oklahoma fans. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, that's, that's probably that's true. probably partially true. Uh, but I, I was reading an article by Saturday down south. I don't know if you ever read that, but it was basically saying that Alabama played like four top 30 defenses. Mm-hmm. Kyler Murray's greatest defense that he faced, 57. See, and he 57, lost the game. And he lost to him the first time. So, it, it, it didn't matter. The the yeah, Texas was the hardest defense they played all year. And Texas defense is not good. And they beat them. So, four top 30 Power 5 defenses in the final 5 games of the season. See, I heard someone, one of the talking heads, I don't know if this has any real bearing or if this really uh, affected the outcome, but I know someone said that um the difference for them was because like Oklahoma needed Kyler Murray more than Alabama needed Tua because when Tua got hurt and went out, Jalen Hurts came in and won the game. And yeah. I feel, I personally feel like that's the dumbest thing. To yeah, you know what also happened when Alabama would stomp somebody in the first half. You know who else came in, right? Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts. <laughs> See, that's another thing. Like and he hurt him too, buddy. He hurt. Him. I heard someone else say that you know that the reason that quarterbacks or the reason that it's not that the Big Twelve has bad defenses, it's they have such good quarterback play is why they score 50 and 60 points a game. And I just I disagree. I feel like the reason they score 50 and 60 points a game is because you can't stop them because your defense is terrible. Um, not to take all that much away from Kyler Murray, but I, I feel like if he were to play teams like LSU and Mississippi State and Georgia on every weekly, week... On a weekly basis. On a weekly basis, it would be a completely different story. Like... How about four top 30 defenses in the last five games? How about Taglavoa helped lead Alabama as a perfect 12-0 mark with all victories by at least 22 points? That hasn't happened since 1888, Yale. <laughs> you know, all right, so now that we've ended about how <laughs> Tua should have won and didn't, yeah. can we talk about the guy that presented the award? Oh my God! Who, who picked Go, him? Like, no. like the like British this is dude. The yeah. Trust. Yeah. Oh, I enjoyed that. Now <laughs> that him part right out of a Mary Poppins movie. Guys, and this that guy, part of it, I enjoyed. This guy enjoyed had that. more syllables than I do letters in my name, and he struggled with Tonga Lavoa. <laughs> yeah, I did. I too. was like, really? He came up, I and the first too. thing he says, like, he got the name right. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, I don't know if you watched oh, Tua, but he looks at him and he says, it's. Tua. Just say Tua. He said, just say Tua. <laughs> I saw him say that. He said, just say Tua. Now, is Tua short for something very much longer? Oh, it no. is. Okay, I thought Absolutely. I saw that We online. just learned that thanks to yeah, our that good buddy Ricky. Like, yeah. <laughs> Wait, it wasn't a joke? No, it wasn't really? a joke. Really? Yeah, it's like Tua. Yeah. Yeah, yeah read that thing. name for That's us, close to how Brad. It's spelled too. Read right. that for us. Let me pull it up real I quick. I just phonetically. Phonetically. Trying to spell that. Also, Tua Nigama Nualopola. Yeah. 
So the tunga first bylaw. three letters would be T U A. How do you get Tonga out of Tua? Because that's how it's or spelled. Or voice. Tua He's adding some letters that aren't there, but yep. I don't speak any Polynesian languages, so. And his brother, they just named I mean, Tuila. How about that? They <laughs> just like they made Tuilea. it easy. Tuilea. Yeah, Tuilea. It's like they combined uh, the guy b- above him and Tuilas. I will say, and then there's like Diane. Tonga Bailoa is like infinitely easier to pronounce than to his full name. Let yeah. me let me finish. Snaps played in 2018. Kyler Murray 807 passing yards, 4,053 touchdowns, 40. I mean, Tua I, can, I can throw for that many when I'm playing Helen Keller State. That's I'm right, saying. obviously. So Tua throws. <laughs> Looking at you, Kansas. Five, wow. Tua, Tua, that's FC. Okay. I got so Tua throws for 588 snaps 209 less for 3,353 yards and 37 touchdowns. Because they only played like three games in the fourth quarter. Well, let me give you the estimations. If Tua had 807 snaps, his passing yards with an average of what he's been doing would be 4,601 and 51 touchdowns. And this isn't for sure, but I'm also that says snaps. That doesn't say passing attempts. I'm pretty sure Alabama probably ran the ball a lot more than um, than Oklahoma did. So yeah, I'm not sure. Just but. to kill the clock. No, the only, I mean, like for real. <laughs> not only that. Let's let's just say it. Whether you like it or not, the man lost to Texas. Texas lost five games, right? Yep. Right? I think, you know, they, they were lost, Alabama they lost lose? They ended up losing four, and one of them was the championship. Did Alabama lose? They did not. Exactly. You know what's sensational? Two attack of Aloha's uh, <laughs> performance on the field. But you know what's even more sensational? His Marco's yes. pizza. Yes. It is fantastic. We love you, Marco's. It is worthy of the, the pizza equivalent of the Heisman Trophy. Yeah. Amen. So, that what is nice. the pizza equivalent <laughs> of the Heisman well Trophy? Well done, Brad. Well done. I'm not sure. Is well it done. the Piesman? <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> oh, man. Hey, Stephen, let's go to the next segment. All right, you want to go ahead and hit it? Yeah, go, All ahead. go ahead and hit it. Here you go. It's time for the FCA Moment of the Week. And on the line is my good friend Russ Daniels. How are you, my friend? I'm great. How are you? I'm great. Russ, we have to ask you because we've been ranting about it. Did you watch the Heisman Trophy presentation? I did not watch it. Uh, I heard y'all ranting about it. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're welcome for that. <laughs> yeah, you're on you the phone for that. <laughs> yeah. No, it was good. It was good. I agree. Uh, I think, you know, I, I've admitted on this show before that I'm an Auburn fan. So, I mean, there's no spilling the beans there. I mean, I'm aren't, you're, done, so. you're a pro Gus Auburn fan, aren't you? Correct. Yeah, that's what. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. They kept him, so, buddy. Yeah. You win. Yeah, I, we're, I'm <laughs> and you look good. Um, but I agree. Even though I'm an Auburn fan, I think it's absurd that Tua didn't win. But yeah, yeah. That's all I have to say about that. Yeah. Hey, he might not have won the trophy on December eighth, but as long as he wins the one on January eighth, we're that's good. All that matters. I hope he How lights him up. Yeah, we'll figure out who's better on the 29th. Yeah, we'll I cannot wait for that game. Yeah. I yeah. think they have motivation now. What do you think, Russ? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. yeah. <laughs> well, they've got that gold I mean, trophy I have at, the a, of, <laughs> at the end of the tunnel. Too. I have a uh, feeling that Kyler Murray is definitely going to be playing baseball at the end of the year. Yeah. So, <laughs> anyway. Okay. Welcome so, to Oakland, So, Tyler. Russ, we didn't have you on here to talk about Tua. Sorry. <laughs> That's okay. 
We had you on here to talk about something there. far more important in eternal consequences. The Fellowship of Christian Athletes. Yes, sir. Yeah. So, tell us what's going on right now in your life. Tell us about one of the coolest things that's happened to you in the last few weeks. I saw that you got engaged, by the way. Congratulations. I did. Thank you very much. Yeah. Um, so, that has been awesome. Yeah. Um, planning a little bit of that, and then we're waiting for her to get back. She's actually finishing up her finals this week at Sanford, so yeah. that's been awesome. I'm glad she didn't then, say no. Good job. Good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's always positive. Yeah, yeah, go ahead, Russ. Um, but as far as FDA goes, uh, the past couple weeks have been awesome. Um, I think I talked to y'all um, right after the Iron Bowl prayer breakfast, maybe, or right during. Um, I think right those after. Those were great. Yeah, those were really good. And then Tim Tebow came to town a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And that was awesome. We had him at the VBC and had a really good turnout, and he did a great job. And there were um, a good number of people that made decisions for Christ that night, most importantly. And so that was that was what we did it for. I mean, just for people to hear the gospel. And there was, there was 500 people there that listed that they did not have a church. Wow. So wow, I mean, Russ. that was just that opportunity in in itself was was something that we were super excited about going into it, and <laughs> so just to see God work the way He did yeah. through that night was was really really cool. Um, and so you know, December we got huddles kind of finishing up on campuses, having their last couple huddles before finals come up, and then they've got Christmas break, um, and, and so that's kind of what's going on in December. Okay, yeah. so I heard him say that Tim Tebow is coming to town, and it reminded me of Santa Claus. So hmm. I have the Santa How? music in the background. I'm How sorry. did it remind you? Of Santa Just Tim Claus. Tebow is coming to town. Santa Claus okay. is coming to town. All right, I got, I got it. Yeah. I got it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, Rush, you have Christmas music playing behind you now. You're but I'll very. It. Don't worry. You're very festive. No, don't change it. <laughs> don't change it. Don't change it. <laughs> okay. It puts me in a good mood. Yeah. Are you uh, ready for Christmas, great. Rush? I am ready for Christmas. Um, it'll be a fun time. Different this year now that I'm engaged. You know. Mm, yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, you already bought the ring. Yeah. Do you like look at her and like this is your early Christmas present? <laughs> Don't expect anything no, else. No, he wanted to get married. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, I'm You're actually, welcome. I'm building her a table. So that. Oh, no. I hope she's not listening. Surprise. She already <laughs> knows about it. Oh, oh okay, okay. Okay. We didn't want to blow it. But. You know? <laughs> yeah, that's okay. Yeah, what are you what are you making this table out of, Russ? <laughs> uh, some oak. Oh, okay. <laughs> important yeah. things. Important thing. Yeah. Yeah. Is the table gonna come with benches or chairs? I'm not Ooh. getting them to ask questions anymore. Okay. <laughs> Hey, okay. calm down? go ahead. So yeah. So anyway, uh, Russ, uh, what is the biggest thing you've got coming up for the rest of the year? Oh, rest of the year, um, just finishing out these huddles for the rest of this year. Yeah, um, and then we actually um, are able to go, and we just use this time to say thank you for to all of our. Um, partners through SCA, so that that's a really cool thing to do. So, kind of in between uh, the the day to day things that we have going on, still uh, we try and go and say thank you to anyone who is a part of SCA um, and and investing in us. So that's something that's really awesome. But then 
right as we get back, we got oh, we also have our intern reunion coming up. This yeah. Sunday. So what our, is that for our summer interns? So all of our summer interns, uh, we try. You know, we say we're family, and uh, I believe that with they are family to me. And so, um, you know, we uh, there's one time every year Christmas break since we we gotta let the the guys and girls in college, you know, get off from their finals and some of the high schoolers, uh, we do it and get everybody who has ever interned in the summer with FCA together. That's for awesome. A little night of a little reunion. So that's coming up soon. And, that's so uh, cool. Yeah. Well, and it let is, me, it's really cool. Let me say this, Russ, because I know you are actually in a fundraising phase. So if you, if you would like to give to the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, let me tell you personally. I think it is one of the most fantastic things you can give your money to. Uh, it is a great, great thing to invest in. They get into all the schools. They get to get closer to kids than most of us youth pastors do. And uh, they yeah. get to be a constant effect on the campus. I just can't think of many, many things other than FCA that can make a difference like this in your own community. In such a powerful way for Christ. And so, uh, Russ, if they would like to give, because I see you are in a fundraising phase right now, where can they donate? They can head to NorthAlabamaSTA.org, and it'll give them all the information that they need uh, if they're interested in being a part. And we do have um, a year-end goal that you can also see where we're at on as far as uh, how close we are to that goal. And that, that'll be on the website and it's updated daily, uh, yeah. to, to tell you exactly where we're at. So like, like Seth said, I mean, we just, we would absolutely love it if you're interested in being a part of, of all that God is doing through STA. And, um, we absolutely are very thankful for anyone that is a part. And so, uh, and if you have any questions, you can get on the website too and email us or call us, um, and, and just want to know more about it. Um, just, just let us know. We'd love to share more about all that God's doing through FCA. So that would be awesome. Fantastic. Well, Russ, I really appreciate you calling. I love it every chance we get to talk to you, man. Thank you. I love it, too. I look forward to every time. So Have a fantastic Christmas, man. Hey, y'all, too. Merry Christmas, and talk to you soon. Yes, sir. And now, today's Clutch Moment. Uh, hey, if you want to see what's going on in the studio, we haven't told you today, but you can go to Facebook and check us out on App Varsity Radio Show. You can see what's going behind the scenes. Also, before I get started, I want to tell you about a magical, wonderful place called Marco's. If you like pizza, they're your place to go, because I'm telling you, they put the largest toppings I've ever seen on any pizza. And it and is the most. Like fantastic. A, if you order a pizza with a topping, it's going to be topped. Oh, yeah. Like, guaranteed. And they, they have so much more than pizza, too. They have salads, subs, sides, desserts. Yeah. They have uh, beverages to go with said pizza, salads, sides, subs, and desserts. Um, they're located in the shoppies of Albertville, or the shops, if you're, if you're a normal person. Uh, we'll, that's a we'll 70, fix that one day. <laughs> Seventy-three that's sixty. That's not us. That's, that's Albertville. Actually, the yeah, way that's it's the way it's spelled yeah. on the shot. That's that's the pe- that's how the people from Albertville learned how huh. to spell. It's like Roll theater. Hard. theater with the R E instead of E R. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Seventy-three sixty Highway four thirty-one Suite eleven, Albertville, Alabama. They they uh, deliver to the River Bridge in Gunnersville and all the way to the Sardis Line South. 
Um, wow. So if you live in that giant diameter, then you can get some pizza. They're delivering pizza deep and wide, guys. Like, it's just deep and wide. Yeah. Deep and wide. Yeah. They also deliver their deep and wide uh, pan pizza. Ooh. Um, Segway. <laughs> So you can call them and order said pizza at 256-660-5666 or go online to marcos.com. Enjoy. You, you Don't be... let that phone number scare you either. It's a <laughs> heavenly pizza, I promise. Yeah, it is. There's no doubt. So anyway, this today we want to talk about Clutch. and uh, So I want to talk about uh, fullness, uh, God fulfilling your life. Speaking of Marcos. Yes, yes, speaking of Marcos. In the fullness that they bring to my life. Anyway, John 10.10 says this. The thief's purpose is to steal, kill, and destroy. But my purpose is to give them a rich and satisfying life. This is Jesus talking. This is a powerful statement. Now, this does not mean... This does not mean that if you become a Christian, God will make you rich. This does not mean that you join Christianity to obtain something... But the fullness you get is bigger than financial capabilities. It's It goes longer than that. So, in saying that, question, how does God give us a full life, guys? So, if you look question. at... Yeah, it is. If you look at how, how people live with all the all the stress, all the... Um, all the, the busyness, like no break, it's just the same thing on repeat with maybe a vacation sprinkled in once a year, like... Mm-hmm. And you don't really feel like you're living for anything, but that's where that's where it's different for Christians. Like we live for something, we have hope for for what happens after we're done doing what we're doing on earth. So that's that's where I, I feel like the fullness of 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 having God in my life comes from is knowing that if I serve him right, you know, that I'm I'm saved now so that I, I have something to live for after all this is over. Yeah. It really changes the way that you live life thinking about that it's the varsity athlete interview hey, hey. we're back on where the air. you guys been yeah my gosh it's been so long <laughs> no right so the power went out on us here we were I, observing a very long moment of silence yes um and it's over thank yeah. you jesus not sure what we we're observing it for but yeah. but we were hey for advent the second week of advent that's sure there you go so hey in the studio with us right now caroline zealand and jenna hill are up at the microphones soon to come miss puccio and josie right and did you yeah know, your dad's it's name be- isn't hank and you don't have a brother named bobby do you no <laughs> okay i don't right. Have you ever seen the show? Have you ever been to Arlen, Texas? Never, no. never, <laughs> never. Never. You mind. know exactly what he's talking. Okay. Anyway, so we are so glad that you're in the studio. Let me ask you this: I'm Your mom's s- name's not Peggy. No. no. Okay. No. We're gonna have to take James. King of the Hill. Anyway, King of the Hill. Just joking. Hey, uh, so I want to ask you: When did you get started with cheerleading, and what made you? I mean, what made you want to do it? Because Jenna, I just heard this is like your first year, and so. Tell me about that. Tell me about when you got started and why it matters to you. Um, I got started when I was really little. Um, I'd always done dance, and it just kind of wasn't really my thing. So I decided to do, like, gymnastics, and I got started with cheer. And it's always just been really important to me because it's really all I've ever really done. Yeah. And I've just met so many friends and everything doing it. Yeah, Jenna? 
Um, so I've always done gymnastics, and then I eventually started my sixth grade year. I went into competition gymnastics, and I competed for three years. And it, I kind of wanted to get involved with the school, going into high school and stuff. And I never got to hang out with any friends because I had practiced almost every day. And I wanted to still keep like gymnastics. I still wanted to tumble and be involved with school at the same time. So awesome. kind of picked up cheerleading. Wow. What's y'all's favorite thing about cheerleading so far? Probably the memories. It's the, like co- stuff. It's the coach, right? Yeah. I'm joking. Joking. Go, go ahead. I'm joking. Their coach is in the studio. That's <laughs> right, why he right, asked that. Right. I'm just joking. Go ahead. The memories. Memories and like the new friendships I've made. Yeah. Um, my favorite thing is just like everything I love is just all combined in the cheerleading, tumbling and dancing and being with friends and just all the memories I've made with everyone. Oh, that's so good. It just sounds like a grand old time. Everyone's dancing and tumbling and hanging out, and it's just, I'd why like, am I not a cheerleader is what I want to know. Jameson, but. I was wondering the same exact thing. You and uh, that I'm full of cheer. Beard? With cheerleading? The beard leading. Whoa. Beard leading. What? What? Beard. What? Beard leading. Beard. 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 The, yeah. Beard With leading. a D. <laughs> hey. With a D. Beard. Next. Hey, you want to go to the leading. next question? Yes. Yes, let's do that. Uh, so, <laughs> I, I, think I get a lot of... Uh, insight from you when I think about this. Do y'all like sports movies of any kind? Yeah. Yeah. It, I guess it, dep- it depends. Like, yeah. I don't know. Well, yeah. let, let me ask you this question. So, and it doesn't have to be a cheerleader movie. It can be any movie, I- anything like that. What movie have you seen that has given you motivation for life or for a lesson or something like that? For instance, like, Remember the Titans. Uh, or something like Facing the Giants, something like that. Have you ever seen a movie that kind of motivated you to be a greater athlete, motivated you, and inspired you? Either of you. <laughs> um, I really love the movie The Blind Side. Yes. That's a really good That's movie. So good. Yeah. And what did it teach you, Caroline? Um, it just teaches me, like, no matter who you are, really hard work pays off, like, despite what you're involved with yeah i was gonna say like the same movie but i thought it's pretty cool because like i've always liked that movie yeah because it just kind of i don't know it i I just liked how like she welcomed him into her home even though she didn't know anything about him yeah and then when we went to old miss camp we actually Uh, saw his picture on the wall and that's so cool that's That's so cool so you guys went to camp at old miss Mm -hmm. what was that like it was a lot of hard work because it was my first camp. And so, like, I had no idea what to expect at all. And they were all telling me, like, stuff that like, you're going to be so tired and it's going to be so hard. And that was true. But <laughs> None of was, them lied to you. No, they didn't lie. <laughs> but it was very fun. And I made a lot of, like, memories and friendships. Awesome. Caroline? Um, well, cheer camps, they're like the hardest thing ever. I in the saw summer. the look on your face and I was like, how <laughs> was just, it? You were like, uh. It was the best. <laughs> it's like it from best. super early in the morning yeah. to like 8.30 at night, you're done. Just all day wow. tired. All day tired. So, um, I mean, but I mean, if you're going to go somewhere to learn how to cheer, I feel like Ole Miss is the place to go because, I mean, they ain't got much to cheer for. And they got to be there. <laughs> All day being cheerful, man. That congrats was, to you guys. That like, was for real. That was great. Shout out to the rebels right there <laughs> for being cheerful for no, for nothing, nothing, this just for the year. sake of being cheerful. You know, way to go. Anyway, so uh, so 
a life lesson that you've learned. Uh, tell me about a life lesson that you've learned. Somebody who's inspired you and a lesson that they've taught you in your life. How it relates to your sport. So somebody who's really inspired you in your life. Is there maybe another senior or coach? Yeah, or yeah I coach, was kind of thinking parent, the something. Okay. Just the seniors in general, they're so like, I know, they're just nice. And since this has been my first year, I didn't know anything like at all. And they've just kind of helped me and like guided me through this whole process. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just helped me to like, I don't know, just be a better cheerleader. So yeah. good. Really, all the upperclassmen and really just everyone on the team is really motivating and really wants everyone to do their best, and we all just kind of help each other out. That's so good. That's that's good because I think there's a stigma, you know, with especially with things like cheerleading and gymnastics, that it's a a fiercely competitive within within the team, and that there's a lot of backbiting and spitefulness, and you know, just typical like or stereotypical teenage girl drama, and it's. I mean, every other cheerleading squad that we've had on here is that has not been the case. I yeah, think that's just really cool how it's, it's more of a family dynamic. Yeah. Oh, um, so what's been y'all's most embarrassing moment? Yeah. Since we've tr- we're transitioning from all the warm and fuzzies and all the hard work and all the like the nice things about cheerleading, what like has anybody ever just like gone on top and then like fallen? Did somebody just like? Give us any embarrassing moment, like. As far as people just like falling and stuff, that's kind of just like how practice works. Like there you routinely, go. <laughs> that's just kind of something that comes with it. But something embarrassing I've been through is I'm just kind of clumsy in general. Yeah. So just in the routine, one time I remember I just kind of tripped over myself in the middle of the routine, but it was okay. Did so. you pop up? Did you recover? I got up. Yeah. yeah. Like quickly, or did you like lay there for a few minutes and? No, I like my legs got twisted together, and I just kind of fell flat and couldn't catch myself. (laughs) So, fantastic. Sorry, (laughs) it's just good to hear people are normal, right? Anyway, Jenna, really, I hate to say this, but like this whole football season has been kind of embarrassing for me. Not the football team, like (laughs) me. Wow. Hey, guys. Hey, get your act together. Me, like, (laughs) not knowing the cheers and, like, everybody else knowing what they're doing. I'll just be sitting there, and I'll think I'll know what the next motion is, and I'll do it so confidently, and then it's the wrong one. Oh, at least you did it with confidence. At least you did it like you knew what you were doing. Like, every single game, I can't count how many times I would mess up. Right. And I would just think it was, like, the end of the world. Has anybody called you out on it? My mom. Oh, your mom? Thanks, she mom. was looking at me. Thanks, so. mom. All the support. You're the, the, she's, paper she's the real MVP, mom. <laughs> so I guess there's a reason you guys went to Ole Miss camp, right? The, yeah, that's, that's anyway. right. Just yeah. kidding. Okay. Anyway, go nuts. Yeah, go uh, nuts. That's my school, man. Anyway, <laughs> they need but, you back. I know something. I did. Weren't y'all the last guys to beat Boa uh, Gunnersville? I would say it's been a while. I don't know. We'll ask Miss Pushy on in a minute. So, uh, and this is the last question I'm going to ask you. We're going to transition. What is the greatest lesson that your coaches have taught you this year? Um, I think the greatest lesson we've probably learned from our coaches is just that we can really do anything we decide to do. Because in the past, we really haven't won like we have this year. We've just won like back-to-back and we've never really been able to do that before. And this year, it's just like, why can't we? And we've really learned that we can. Hmm. Well, 
since I didn't cheer last year, like this year, I've not expected anything less because we've won back to back and then we're about to go to state. And, I and just you're talking like, cheerleading competitions, right? Yes. Yeah, okay, yes. go ahead. And um, I don't know, I feel like my coach has kind of taught me, like, it's up to us. Like, when we're on the mat, it doesn't matter what happened that day. It doesn't matter what happened at school, like, what's going on in your life. Like, when you're on that mat, you're devoted to your teammates, and you give it all your all, or someone else could get hurt, or something could go wrong. And so, yeah, this is kind of... It's a great, great lesson. So, so y'all are actually in competition right now? Mm Mm-hmm, yes. Yes. And so, uh, what's the next step? State. Stay. This weekend, yes. This weekend. <laughs> this weekend. It's a good thing I brought you on. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> and so, uh, and you've won state before. Yes. Because Miss Puccio is amazing. Uh, anyway. <laughs> but, uh, so, thank y'all so much for being a part of this. And uh, so, y'all are freshmen. Yes. What yes. do you, I know you're you're in the mode of state and then hopefully nationals. Or is, it, is it regionals? Nationals. Yeah. And you've qualified and you're going to nationals this year. Wow. And so I hope you win. You're from my school. Uh, anyway, so I'm a not. There's no doubt. Uh, but anyway, uh, what is the biggest thing that you're looking for next year? What's the thing that you want to accomplish next year in your cheer career? I just really hope that next year we can continue to grow off of what we've done this year because we've gotten so much better this year than past years, and I just hope that that will continue into next year and that we don't have to like start over and that we can just be really even greater next year. I feel like since we've already won like two back-to-back competitions and we're about yeah. to go to state, like I feel like next year there's no excuses really. Like, if we've proved ourselves we can do this, then we should be able to get better and learn off of that and do better next year. Wow. And where's State? It's at Wallace. Wallace. Wow. Not far away. So, hey, we hope you win. Thank you. I do. I'm pulling for you. So, go win it, and then go to Nationals. Pull that out. I believe in you. I believe in you. Thank you so much for spending time with us, guys. You're welcome. Y'all did a fantastic job. Hey, we're going to go to some music, and we're bringing... The poo shows up. It's going to be great. Hey. Hey. Let us tell you about a fantastic pizza place. Are are you there? You're killing me, man. Can I hear you? Marco's Pizza is a fantastic pizza place if you want to go shopping in Ross, TJ Maxx. Over in that area, ladies. I'm telling you. Or if you want to go shoppy somewhere. Shoppy. That's what it says. The Shoppies of Of Albertville. Albertville. Yes. Okay. (laughs) And they are available... Right now, they can deliver pizza. I mean, I gotta, I gotta say though. I mean, like, I just feel like Abbeville's always been like bougie, like that. Like, they try to be bougie. You, you, you just use the word bougie. So like, right, we can't have no dang shops. That's right. Put a P.E.S. on the end of that. That's there right. There you go. There you go. The shoppies That's of right. Abbeville. That's how it goes. And if I pull up and see that on the sun, I'm going to lose it. So anyway. <laughs> that's what it says. <laughs> you will. <laughs> You'll be prepared to lose it. So, that's right. Anyway, so it says subsides, beverages, desserts, salads. This And this is not just any pizza, salads, desserts, subsides, or beverages. These are the best. They are. These are top notch. These that's are right. top quality. And like you said. Only the best are Marcos. That's right. 256-660-5666. Don't let that last number discourage no, you. No, it at is all. angelic yeah. pizza. It is 
It is. Hey, so we are so glad to have two amazing people at the microphone, Miss Puccio and her daughter, Josie. Oh, not me. Thanks. I've already introduced you. Anyway, uh, so how are y'all doing today? We're good. How are you, Josie? Good. 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 She's scared her mom's going to embarrass her. It's not going to happen. So, uh, Anyway, Miss Puccio is the coach of the Arab High School Knots cheerleading team and how long have you been doing that 22 years wow that's amazing that's cool she tried to convince me that she's old she's not she's not josie says i am yeah but i mean i feel like there's not a lot of cheerleader coaches that that are in for that long so this must be a real passion and i mean a commitment for you so it is Uh, cheerleading is really the reason that i became a teacher wow Wow. um yeah it just kind of led one into the other and um, so I truly love it because most everybody does it for three years, gets tenure, and then they have their job, but they don't have to do cheer anymore. Wow. Like, if, if it's okay if I ask another question. Go so, ahead. Yeah, like, how, like, when you said that teaching is the reason you got into cheerleading, what, what trade-off from those two has happened that you didn't expect? Well, when I when I graduated from high school, I knew I wanted to do something with business, but I also had the opportunity to teach cheerleading camps for UCA. And through that, I realized that I really liked teaching as well. And so to be able to pull those two things together, I get to teach multimedia classes at ARAB and uh, be a part of the career tech department there. So wow. it's just, it's pretty cool to get to do two things that I love. And like, just one more and I'll, I'll let you ask the next couple. But like, how many, like... What started this passion for cheering? Like, I mean, I think because there's not a lot of people that that will do this. Like, I mean, like you just said that people mostly do it for tenure and then they stop. But I mean, there's not many people that, that grow up doing it and then want to continue teaching it. And like, you've been at Arab right for these for the twenty and stay, and stay at home doing it. So, like, what? Right. Tell us about that. I think I grew up in Boaz, and my my cheerleading career there and and cheer being able to cheer there. Miss Ashley, my coach, she just was such a mentor. And, I mean, even, you know, over the last couple of years, you know, I'll still call and, you know, if something happens and and ask her, you know. So I think just growing up around someone who is so passionate about it, you know, it's just all I knew. So. Uh Now, Josie, now your mom is a legendary coach at Arab. She's laughing. <laughs> wow. She's laughing, but I know it's true. I know it's true even back from when I was there before you were probably thought of. Anyway, so, uh, or you were really young. Uh, but Josie, why did you get involved in cheerleading? Why is it important to you? Well, like, I had grown up around it, like, my whole life, and I've grown up going to practices and going to Orlando and stuff. And so, in junior high, when I finally got the chance, I knew that that's something I wanted to do and yeah. compete and stuff. Yeah. So, has it been always been exciting to you watching? I mean, you've got, your whole life, you've gotten to grow up watching your mom's cheer teams and some pretty incredible girls before you and stuff like that. How did that play into everything? Well, like, there's this one girl, and she's our coach now. Her name's Channing. And um, I've known her since, well, she was in eighth grade when I met her. And I've always wanted to be like her and grow up around her and that kind of thing. And it was just cool to see that one day I could do what she was doing and that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's impressive. That's exciting. So you you want to continue all the way through high school doing this? Yes, sir. Yeah. Is, is it exciting having your mom as a coach? 
Oh, I mean, it's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Why? Would you say your mom's tougher on you or the other girls? Oh, she's definitely tougher on me. Yeah, you get you get it when you get home too, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's how I I I just meant I just meant you. She challenges you beyond. I heard somebody. I think it was Jenna say. Did anybody notice you messed up? And she, I wanted you to notice something. She said, "Yeah, my mom." So it's not just you. <laughs> it's, she said, "Yeah, my mom." She noticed, and uh, I think your mom, mom and dad, they always they pay attention more because mm-hmm. you're the focus. They didn't pay attention to the rest of the cheerleaders. They were looking at you. Now it's different for her because it's it's the team. But sometimes she doesn't even watch. They like at practice when we hit our. Like stunt for the first time, yeah. she wasn't even watching, and I was like, yeah. "Did you see that?" And she was like, "No." Like, yeah, no. yeah. <laughs> Thanks, mom. Thanks, mom. <laughs> Thanks, mom. I needed you to come through. <laughs> okay, so what has been your favorite part of being a part of Cheer so far? Um, I guess just like the experiences, and like I've always loved football and basketball and that kind of thing. And with Daddy being the coach and stuff, it's cool to be on the sidelines with him for the first time and just to experience all that kind of stuff. That's a cool dynamic. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. What's it like? I mean, your your husband's the wide receiver coach. He has been since I was in high school, and uh, you you've been the cheer coach. How how is is it fun getting to coach? I mean, y'all are basically coaching with the same teams. And, and we stuff. are. It's you know it can be really stressful sometimes, but I guess. Our kids love what we do, too, or else we still wouldn't be doing it. So I would take Josie with me. He would take Drew with him. And, you know, I think it it made their skills better, you know, because they were around it. And and they were lucky enough to do that. But, um, you know, it's just how we function. Other people look at us and go, how in the world do you do this? But it's just, it's what we know. We don't eat a lot of meals at home. Wow. We're, yeah, we're never right. home, but, you know, we know all the good fast food joints and <laughs> what you can get there. Yeah. Uh, I have a couple of questions. Okay, so, like, your your husband is the wide receiver coach, and yes. you have a son that plays football, and, and your daughter here cheers. Uh, do you, do, does the other parent, like, during a game, like, if Drew miss, misses a pass, do you, do you like, go, go into Mama Bear and be like, Drew! Like... Or oh, vice versa, does your dad just ever be like, <laughs> so Josie's like yes. Wow, jo- maybe, yes. maybe I need Josie to answer this. Like, How often does that happen? Well, I mean, Daddy knows like what's supposed to happen at practice. And like one day he came to watch practice and a shoulder sit didn't go. And that's like one of the easiest things. And he was like, every time I come, I feel like something funny like doesn't go right. And he was like, y'all can't mess up on a shoulder sit. So. Wow, <laughs> he's he's pretty critical. And like over the years, when I haven't had you know good assistant coaches, and they are, I mean, we have great coaches this year. But in the past, you know, if I was sick and we had to practice, there went Coach Pusho to practice, and he's he's gotten a hard time about it over the years. But yeah. they don't like it when he comes in; it's a little intense. Wow, <laughs> but like, does that ever happen on the field? Like, if turn the fire like, up. If Drew, if you think Drew's not running as hard as he could, if he's not, you know. Mm-hmm. If he's not doing the routes as, as best as he could, do you like go over and have a talk with him and be like, "We were a Puccio, son." Uh, this is- <laughs> we don't we don't talk on the field, but oh, okay. uh, but we do talk the on the car ride home. Home. All right, now, that is cool. Now, my uh, original co-host Ricky Phillips asked, "What's your favorite fast food restaurant?" Oh, <laughs> well, you know what I'm going to say. What's our favorite, Joe's? Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus your, chicken. What's your favorite? That's right. The Lord's chicken. Your favorite, Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A, okay. Yeah. 
Um, so, so Miss Puccio, uh, I've been so impressed with you. I don't, I don't want to go any farther than you want to talk. But tell me how fate has played. I, I wouldn't usually ask this, but you, I mean, you've impressed me as a youth pastor. Uh, how has faith impacted what you do and how you do it as a coach? I mean, everything. It's, yeah. you know, I say that, you know, I coach because, you know, my kids love it and that kind of thing. But I also feel like it's a ministry. You know, people talk about, be, you know, going and being on the mission field. And I love doing mission work. You know, yeah. I'm super passionate about Uganda and other places. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, it's every single day I feel like. I can make a difference, you know. Yeah. I may not can say the words, yeah. but I can I can try to walk the walk as best as mm-hmm. I can. And I am not perfect by any means, yeah. but you know, you just I I don't know. There's nowhere else I would rather be. Man, so you've used coaching, teaching, and uh, in in your relationship with God to really shape some girls in such a powerful way. And I personally, yes. As a youth pastor, I've been so impressed with you over the last year. I know that y'all went through a hard time at ARAB. Uh, and some of the things, can you talk about that? Would you rather not? It's If you'd rather not, it's okay. I'm fine. I mean, it's, but, it's part of me. Yeah. Um, I think last year when, um, you know, when, when Belle passed, it was... It was kind of an eye opener for me because you know the the girls will pray before practice and um, you know and, and things like that and you know we talk about okay on Wednesdays okay everybody go to church but I think it was the point where I had never told the girls you know hey this is this is where I stand and um, so I just had a little meeting and and you know and I told them and I said you know I'm not telling you what you have to do but I want you to understand that that you know. This is this is who I am, and this is who I believe in. And you know, I wanted them to to hear from me that I was a Christian, not just see it. I wanted yeah. them to I wanted them to hear it. Man, and uh, one of my favorite quotes is what you, what you're doing speaks so loudly I can't hear what you say. Mm. Man, I think you live that so much so well, and and I know even as a pastor, I question myself sometimes that I'm not living it. Uh, to my full ability, but you, I, I have really enjoyed getting to know you the last few Thank years, you. and we, and that's one of the reasons I wanted you at the mic. You're, you're such an impressive, I think, authentic Christian, and uh, Josie, let me ask you this: uh, What is, what, what's one thing you would say that you're proud of your mom about? One thing that really stands out that I, I'm, I'm not trying to embarrass you or anything. Every, every kid that sits in that chair usually says something good about their mom or dad. So, uh, what would you say? What's one thing that you would say over, what, 14 years of your life that you've been so impressed by your mom and your dad? Um, Probably, like, the praying before practice. Because, like, most teams do it, like, after the game or that kind of thing. But we, like, she doesn't even have to tell us to do it anymore. It's just we stretch in our circle, and then we go and we pray, and... Kenzie leads us, and then we just go on and start practice like right away. She doesn't even have to tell us anymore. So she's kind of like taught us that that's how we need to start practice and get our heads in the right place and that kind of thing. Yeah. Makes you want them to win state, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, this isn't a spiritual question. Is no, that's fine. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, 
But uh, well, I mean, I can ask how. What difference do you feel like that that has made when you guys start practice with prayer? Um, have you, is there a noticeable difference that you've seen where, like, like you said, it may set the tone for the rest of the practice as far as their attitude, yeah, I mean, things like that. I feel like it just it gets them focused, and you know, it's not anything that that I make them do. That's mm-hmm. something they you know they've got. They have some good leaders, and you know, I think a lot of times you look to the older ones. You know, for that leadership, mm-hmm. but sure. you know, these three that are here, they live out their faith every day. You yeah. know, and that was that was you know one of the things that you know that I talked to Seth about. I said they're young, but you know, yeah, I, that's okay. I know, I know the walk. <laughs> I know the walk that they walk too. Yeah. So, yeah, that's awesome. Um, he was talking about state. I have a question for, and I want both of you guys to answer this. Like, what are the differences in in preparing for, like, a show on Saturday night for the football game and preparing for a state competition? Like, what are are the differences in... Um, at, like, a ball game and that kind of thing, you have, like, the whole game. And usually you have, like, at least two games. And with competition, you have two minutes and 30 seconds to prove yourself. Oh, wow. And, like, we don't even practice. I mean, we do practice for, like, Friday nights and that kind of thing. But you don't put in... I mean, I don't put in near as much work for cheering on Friday nights. I guess it's just natural, I guess. But, like, for competition, you have to push so much harder. And you just have those two minutes and 30 seconds to prove yourself. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of agree with Jace. You know, we do a lot of our prepping for ball games during the summer. And um, we have all of that ready because we know when school starts back, our first competition is usually the end of October, beginning of November. And it's an everyday thing. If we don't have a ball game, we're practicing. If if the football team's at practice, you can probably find us at the at the sports center practicing it as well. And, um, you know, that's another thing. Um, Kevin Barksdale that owns the sports center, he... Um, provided us a place to practice when nobody else would, when we didn't have a place on campus. And he is, I mean, you talk about living out your faith, that man lives it out every wow. single day. And so it's amazing, you know, when you walk in the gym and Christian music's playing, you mm-hmm. know, because there's not many places that, you know, yeah. everybody wants to be so politically correct now. Yeah. But, you know, it's it's really nice. Shout out to you, Mr. Barksdale. Thank you, Kevin. Absolutely. Thank you. I know I've seen you guys up there before, too. My daughter takes tumble. And so we'll see you guys over there practicing. It's it's so cool to see you guys. And I feel like that's a cool. good thing. Like, for for situations like this, like, he, he, he brings his daughter to tumble, and they can see what they have to look forward to with yeah. you guys yeah. there at the gym. I think that's really cool. Something to aspire at after. And uh, so I'm going to ask two questions. <laughs> We're going to end this interview. Uh, but I can't let you get by with not answering the most embarrassing thing that happened to you over the last year. Uh, Miss Puccio's got 22 years to draw from, mm -hmm. so you you know, you go, Josie, go ahead. I want to hear hers, too, though. Yeah, no, I asked. I just said she's got 22 years to draw from. Whether that's from your own cheer career or just a cheerleader that you're like, oh my lord. Whatever. Um, mine's probably last year at the 8th grade game. Uh, we've always had this one girl that always tumbles and does like A-Rab knots with back handsprings. Yeah. And she wasn't there and I was like, alright, I don't want to do it. So before the game, <laughs> I had warmed it up and I was like, I knew that I could only do four. Like, there was no way that I was going to be able to do knots or anything more than that. Yeah. And so, um, I go out there and I was so excited and I was like, I'm going to do this. And I did A-R-A and I got so dizzy and I could not throw a B. And so I started walking off. And Mama's screaming at me, throw B, throw B. So I just threw myself over, and everybody screamed B. Oh, and it was wow. so embarrassing. As you laid Bless on the you. floor. 
<laughs> and for the people that don't understand what she's saying, that I believe that correct me if I'm wrong. She like does a that back hand spang, back hand spraying for every letter, and mm-hmm. she got to B in Arab, and it, it was, was all, it was all it was over Arab. Era. <laughs> It was all over. the end of an era. <laughs> era! That's how it started. And you know what they were at anyway. <laughs> okay, I guess mine would be, it might have been four or five years ago, and at the sports center they have a spring floor. <laughs> Josie's laughing because she knows. And it's a little bit higher than just the regular mat. Well, yeah. after, after teaching, you know, cheer camps for six years, you kind of get in that if a stunt's coming down, you feel like you need to be there. And so I'm up on the spring floor and a stunt is falling. I'm talking. There's no way I'm going to get there. I could run as fast as I could and I'm not going to get there. But I think I am. And so I go to run to do it and I come off the edge of that mat and fall flat on my face. Oh, man. And did the girls come and check on me to see if no, I was okay? No, they were laughing at Absolutely you. Absolutely not. They were laughing at Absolutely you. I can not. tell you now. Yes. And that's how they are. They look sweet, but they were laughing. <laughs> oh, wow. They were laughing. Y'all look sweet, but mm-hmm. you left your coach on the floor just saying. Absolutely. Did y'all have anything to do with that? No. No, 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 no. These are these are sweet babies. Right, right. right. They're looking yeah. at me like, no, we would have had you. They haven't, right? had, they haven't had rigorous cheerleading to to jade them. Yeah, right, exactly. right. Exactly. So, so Miss Puccio, uh, at at the beginning, the end of the year, I guess part of your career. What is the one thing that you want the girls to learn when they're under you in the in the process or whatever? You know, Nick Saban calls it the process. In the four years that they may be with you, what what do you want to create in a girl that comes to you I from freshman say, to senior year? I always tell them, and I know it's it's so cliche, but I always say it's about it's about so much more than cheerleading, you know, because when they come in, like when we go to nationals, they're going to learn about travel. They're going to learn about, you know, purchasing things and, and doing stuff like that, you know, sportsmanship. I mean, you learn all those things that you would learn from a team. But, you know, also, you know, when you put 21 girls together, they're not always going to be best friends, you know. No. And, yeah. and I mean, it's it's the same thing with guys. And But they know how to handle that. You know, they, you know, they kind of learn through that. And so I think they're going to be better employees one day. They're going to be yeah. great parents one day. And, and, you know, it's my prayer that they're good Christians one day. So. Yeah. So good. Man, we have had the amazing privilege of interviewing some incredible girls Absolutely. today. Uh, girls. And a great, girls. and a great coach <laughs> and a great coach. And uh, she's acting like she's old. She's not. She is. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, uh, y'all have been incredible. I love, I love meeting the cheerleaders from Arab. They've been, in, they've been, just oh yeah, just awesome, super. They really have awesome, just awesome character. Awesome, and a lot of that reflects on the coaching mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And so, and thank way to you, go coach, for being here. There's not, yeah. I mean, we haven't had a coach in a while. Yeah, it's yeah. been a minute. Yeah. Well, since how I didn't know I was going to be on the yeah, air, no. I got here. <laughs> See, that's another thing. She yes. didn't know. We were just like, "Hey, you want to be in the air?" She was, was like, "Yeah, sure." Yeah, yeah. She jumped in here like she knew she was going to do the whole time. I said, mm-hmm. "I said I cannot have her in the studio and not have her at the mic. She's so amazing." So anyway, hey, we're going to go to some music, uh, but before we do, let me tell you about a glorious place called Marcos. They got pizza there. Yeah. Did you get any of that pizza, Josie? I did. You are missing out on life. Oh, anyway. So, Marcos Pizza, they do pizza, salads, desserts, subs, sides, beverages, 
and they are in the shops of Albertville. You can call them 256-660-5666. Marco's Pizza. JFM is WJIA Guttersville, making your day better. Now on Facebook, Instagram, and online at 885JFM.com. That buzzer means that um, our guests and I are going to tell you where you can find us on social media. Uh, view our live feed on Facebook at Unofficial The Varsity Radio Show. Catch our updates throughout the week at Varsity underscore radio underscore show. And go follow our new Twitter page, hashtag Stay Classy at Varsity Radio 88.5. Also, we have podcasts up on iTunes Podcasts and Google Play Podcasts, so you can catch those. Um... We had some great Marco's Pizza today. Yes, um, we did. Jenny, you can talk about your Marco's Pizza. How how was it? It was good. You enjoyed yeah, it? Yeah, I've never had it before. Will you have Marco's Pizza again after this? Probably. Awesome. So, Marco's is so much more than pizza. They have salads, desserts, subs, sides, and beverages. Uh, they deliver all over the place, so you can call them and ask if they deliver to you. If you live in Gunnersville, Albertville, all the way to the Sardis, or if you live uh, past the River Bridge towards Albertville, you can get them to deliver to you. You can call them at 256-660-5666 or go to marcos.com if you don't like talking to people on the phone. So this has been an awesome show. We'll catch you next week. Stay classy and don't go changing.